95 live at Expo Center Sharjah. We're live right here at Expo Center Sharjah to cover Exposure 2021 in its fifth edition. This is Aisha Al-Mazmi. Here with me are Rania Saadi, Hani Balqis, and the wonderful Samuel Farron. How are you doing? Hello, Thank you very much. It's great having you here, and especially it's a change of pace because we've been speaking to a lot of photographers, and a lot of them happen to be involved in conflict and we're not obviously undermining or pitching anybody against each other yeah. or comparing either all of you guys are valid and amazing your work is fantastic as we can see from the exhibitions but we'd like to know more about nature photography and you've been doing it for two decades so tell us all about that yeah that's correct i uh, started photography uh, nature photography 20 years ago now and uh, i began to uh, to explore many countries like uh, Namibia, Ethiopia, uh, Iceland, uh, South America, Bolivia, Chile, Kamchatka, etc. Mm. And uh, the original idea was to really to explore the world, to, to, to find uh, uh, new areas uh, and especially remote areas like uh, glaciers, uh, volcanoes, uh, deserts. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and to show and to, to, to represent uh, these, uh, these areas. And so I've done, I had this uh, uh, behavior for uh, maybe uh, 10 years and my camera was uh, more uh, 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 like a headlamp, you know, mm. to, to explore the world and to, to try to, to discover new things. But, uh, so I've made this for, for 10 years and after that, uh, well, uh, as the, the time passed, uh, I realized that uh, um, more and more tourists Mm. Uh, went to uh, to every country and uh, and shooting uh, the same uh, the same uh, mm. the same spots uh, like Grand Canyon, uh, mm. Iceland, etc. And uh, and uh, progressively, I, I began to uh, to take some uh, I would say kind of distance with this kind of uh, photography because I could not recognize myself between millions mm. of pictures that are all the same mm -hmm. and so I, I tried to uh, to to, um, to have a different uh, approach and try to discover what was behind the, uh, the spots uh, mm -hmm. I, I was uh, uh, traveling to and as if uh, you know the the, uh, the nature was a, a rough like a rough diamond and the role of a photographer was to polish the rough diamond in, in, in order to make it emerge a, a, a jewel. A mm. Wow. And uh, on the same note, uh, you traveled to so many places. You went to, I believe, China and you've been to North Vietnam. You've been to so many places that you just mentioned as well. I want to know about the extent measures that you took because I, I was reading your bio and I, I came across you climbing some volcanoes and, and you've been into some harsh weather conditions and all of that. Can you recall or remember some dangerous um, uh, experiences that you've been through uh, in order for you to get that perfect shot or photograph? Uh, well, difficult to say. I, I would say that, uh, well, obviously, I think the, the most stressing uh, adventure, I would say, it's a volcanic. Uh, yeah, adventure. how would, did that happen? Well, uh, well, I've always been fascinated by uh, by volcanoes. Mm -hmm. As a, a child, a dinosaur and volcanoes, like mm -hmm. many boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but uh, dinosaurs are not anymore on the earth, mm -hmm. but uh, still uh, volcanoes are still there. 
and uh, and one day uh, I, I had the opportunity uh, to to explore uh, some uh, some volcanic uh, countries, and especially Hawaii. Uh, so I took uh, the, the pictures that are in the in the gallery are come partially from Hawaii, from China, I found, mm -hmm. but uh, partially from Hawaii. And in Hawaii, there is a, a volcano called the Kilauea in the, in the Big Island. And the Kilauea is a very, very active volcano and it produces uh, tons, millions of tons of flows of lava. And this lava uh, goes uh, from the Kilauea summit uh, to, uh, to the ocean and making tunnels. And then uh, if you want to see the, the the lava falling into the ocean, which is a, a show, a fantastic, really fantastic show. Mm -hmm. Then you have to walk on the on the lava. Well, I mean on the lava, on the cold lava, of course. Uh, it's on the surface, uh, but in uh, in some sometimes in some part of the of this uh, cold lava, uh, you, there, there is the, the hot lava beneath your feet mm -hmm. because it makes as i said tunnels wow. and sometimes the layer between you and the and the lava is very thin maybe i don't know 20 centimeters wow. Wow. and so when you when you progress in that environment it's a little bit stressing because mm -hmm. uh, you know that the, the the layer is very thin and you can collapse and you get get through the right. uh, the, and, and so the travel is finished, of course. Now, and yeah, yeah, and, and then so you, you progress in that uh, very, uh, I would say, stressful environment. It's by night, of course, uh, and uh, and uh, as you progress uh, toward the eruption, uh, it becomes uh, warmer and warmer, mm. and also you have a, a lot of gas and toxic gas, of course. So of course, it's necessary to wear a, a gas mask. Mm. If you do not, you cannot rest and you die in one minute. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and so in that condition, you, you progress and try to, to see an uh, interesting spot, which is not very obvious because of the smoke. Yeah. And sometimes you cannot see anything, mm -hmm. and especially in the night. So you have to wait that the, the wind uh, flow out the, the smoke and then to, to find some interesting uh, spots. Mm. Now, where did your love for nature photography actually come up? When? When, yes. Oh, I would say uh, um, for... for uh, like for when you grabbed the camera, you said, I want to take pictures of nature. Yes, I think that's... Uh, uh, the, the, when it, it happens the first time in Iceland. Iceland. Uh, yeah, I, I went to, to Iceland and I really had this dream to go to Iceland oh. because uh, for me, but it was in my imagination mm -hmm. of a little boy, it was the land of... Uh, uh, mystery uh, yeah. somewhere in the north uh, with a glacier with ice with fog with smoke with uh, everything that's all incredible so it was uh, like a, a, a country of dreams mm. so I decided to, to, to go there but uh, as I explained before uh, I had a, a behavior of exploring the, the, the world so it was not possible for me mm. to go there without a camera mm. Mm -hmm. so I bought my first camera uh, especially when I went to, to Iceland. Nice. And throughout your journey, uh, whose work has influenced you the most? Do you have uh, uh, Do you have any photographer in general before that you look up to or you find his work is good or no? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, yes, of course. I, I think that 
many, many photographers are very yeah. uh, talented. Uh, I, I think the difficult... Like Ansel Adams, yeah, uh, uh, yes, for example. Ansel Adams, yeah. And Walker Evans. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I would say that... Uh, I would say it's, uh, it, it's something in the past, uh, Ansel yeah. Adams, unfortunately, because uh, at the time uh, where uh, when Ansel Adams uh, mm -hmm. shoot, mm -hmm. uh, there was no... so. Uh, crowds and uh, not so many tourists, so he could explore, mm -hmm. he could show uh, yeah. new things. Nowadays, it it has become very difficult, mm -hmm. right. um, maybe impossible. Yeah. So I think that uh, the, the the time has passed, uh, the time of Ansel Adams has passed, unfortunately, and it's necessary in nature photography to uh, to find something else and uh, not to 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 stay on the on the iconic spots. I think the iconic spot photography uh, is not very interesting anymore for me yeah. mm. because it has been shot so many times mm. that everybody produced the same pictures mm. Mm. in the day, in the night, at the sunset, at sunrise. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's no any more interest for me. So I try to to go outside the iconic, iconic spots and, uh, and to find a interesting yes. thing jewels uh, um, as well and I don't think that nature can be reduced to iconic spots yeah so for people or enthusiasts who want to pursue professional photography what words of advice would you give them in order for them to put their first foot inside that universe well uh, I'm not sure I'm the right person to, to tell about that because I'm not a professional photographer. Why do you say that? We think you're a professional photographer. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I had think to, 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 to be a professional photographer, but uh, it would uh, imply to, uh, well, to sell the photo. Uh, and, uh, of course, it would uh, lead to a, a, a commercial pressure, mm. a strong commercial mm. pressure. And I think that if I were a professional photographer, each time I, I take a, a, a photo, I would ask myself, could I sell it? Is it possible to sell it? And maybe I, I can uh, uh, reduce my freedom. So to keep my freedom, to keep my creativity, I decide to not to be a professional photographer, not to oh. live on photography. Then okay. I can do hmm. whatever I want. But what about people that want to pursue photography in general, not that, not just you know, in general? Well, uh, mm. will they be discovering new things with photography? Like, does it open new horizons? Uh, photography in general? Well, I would say that uh, I think the most important is to uh, to, to see uh, what the work. Uh, of the other photographer is yeah. but not to be stuck on that work yeah. mm -hmm. to, to try to and it's a very difficult path because mm -hmm. if you really enjoy a, a, a photography work then you're tempted to uh, not to copy it but you are very inspired mm -hmm. right. but it's yeah. not a good thing because uh, it's better to, to find your own uh, freedom so it's uh, a very uh, a delicate balance yeah. between uh, uh, being interested in other photographers' uh, mm -hmm. works and at the same time try to have to keep his creativity and to develop his own work, his own creativity. Before we end this beautiful conversation, especially since like you just made me think, I never really considered what makes a professional photographer. For me, a professional photographer, or at least maybe for a lot of people, is somebody who is just you know passionate about photography 
and they're good at it, then they're professional photographers. You just created a whole dialogue, at least, between us and, and with our listeners. Now, I need to ask you, can you tell us more about Terra Quantum and also all about Damaged Earth? Yeah. So uh, Terra Quantum is a, a project I founded in 2015. Mm -hmm. And the objective is to... Uh, so it's dedicated to nature and uh, wildlife uh, photography. And the objective was to, uh, to create like a platform uh, in, in, in which the, the best, I would say best, uh, photo would be uh, selected. So mm -hmm. there is, a, which is very important, there is an international uh, jury uh, composed by a, a, a dozen of uh, professionals. And they, each time a photographer uh, submits uh, pictures, uh, this picture is reviewed by the jury who mm. decide to publish it or mm. not. And uh, in that way, we ensure a very high degree, a high level of quality. To give you an, another idea, uh, only, I would say, three or four or five percent of the submitted pictures are selected. Because the objective was, we are not a, a, a bank of pictures. Mm -hmm. we, are, we prefer the, the, the quality uh, and not the quantity. Mm -hmm. So it is very important to reduce the huge volume of, uh, of photographs yeah. and to really to, to select mm -hmm. the, what are the most interesting according to Terra Quantum. Of course, it's still subjective. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now you promote planet Earth appreciation and environmental appreciation a lot. Uh, what do you think a lot of the photographers should do to kind of uh, bring this topic to awareness? Oh, it's a very important question because uh, I, I, I think that the increase of tourism plus the increase of uh, digital photography has a strong uh, and, and bad consequences on the mm. environment. For example, I, I, I used to be in Iceland uh, for, so for, for 20, 20 years and, and I see how the country changed. Uh, how, how is it changing? And uh, because because many people, many tourists uh, are going there, and the same for uh, Chile, Patagonia, and other. And the problem is that uh, the more tourists and the more hotel, the more packing, and so this is a, a very bad news for the environment. Yes. So I would ask the photographer try to avoid iconic spots and try to see the photography. Uh, the nature photography everywhere because nature is everywhere mm -hmm. Amazing. So, and, and you can find very great spots everywhere thank you so much Samuel for coming on to the show and bringing this thing to awareness again nature is very important and we need to protect planet yes. earth thank you so much yeah. Sam for coming on the show with us but ladies and gentlemen thank you very much yeah thank you but ladies and gentlemen we're not done yet we do have an interview coming up in a bit so keep Pulse 95 locked because we're going to be right back